Good morning, and welcome to The Wake Up Call. As we enter in, let's shake off the slumber of our busy lives and become aware of, attentive to, and attuned with our Lord Jesus, the Messiah. Lord Jesus, we lift our hearts to you. We set our minds on you. We fix our eyes on you, and we offer our bodies to you. Speak now, Lord, for your sons and your daughters are listening. Hear today's entry from Sarah Wink. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. It is Sunday, December 18th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Our series this December is called When Light Breaks In, Considering the Light of Christmas. And our entry today is called The Confirmation. From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25, hear the word of the Lord. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Now consider this. There have been a handful of times in my life where I have hoped, begged even, for God to give me a sign. You know, a big flashing sign in the sky to point me in the exact direction I'm supposed to go. I first had that feeling when I was absolutely convinced that I would make the wrong choice for my college education and somehow in the process mess up God's entire plan for my life. I remember feeling the darkness of doubt as I struggled to surrender to a new call on my life, terrified of stepping into the uncertainty of the unknown. And later, when our way forward as a family was so clouded with hopelessness, I prayed that God would just tell me what to do to find joy again. Most often, just when I wanted him to give me a sign, he left me to discern through the trusting, faith-forming quiet of listening and waiting, instead of the instantaneous relief of a divine sign. When you're in it, that's a dark place to be. 
You're trying your best to hold on to faith. You're willing God to speak and direct as he had to so many others. Yet, doubt and fear sweep in to cloud what should be clear. Like when you get the worst news of your life. And it knocks you off your feet. You're not sure you can get back up, let alone regroup, when your best laid plans have completely fallen apart. There are times when we have the honor of interpreting God's word with some clarity, prescribed through its beautiful language and history. Then there are times in scripture when we have to fill the gaps with our best educated guess because the details haven't been as clearly defined. One of those times is in this passage, in Joseph's story and eventually in his willing surrender. From what we know, Joseph was a righteous man, a faithful Jewish boy, doing all the right things in choosing a wife and preparing for their life together. What we don't know is how he found out Mary was pregnant. We know that an angel shared the message to not be afraid. What we don't know is what he felt when his world went upside down. I would make some assumptions that a man who was preparing for a long and happy future, full of hopeful expectation, was completely devastated, totally blindsided, when his fiance told him the news, or someone else did, and tried to explain how everything had changed. I imagine that in the darkness of that moment, when his world stopped spinning, just enough to turn to God, that he asked for a sign, for the Lord to tell him what to do. And in a moment of great compassion and care, the Lord brought light into Joseph's darkness. He gave him a sign, not in a flashing neon light, but in a light-bearing messenger with divine instruction. Joseph wanted to be obedient, desired to follow the law, but struggled with compassion for Mary. Stumbling through his darkness, he reflected on what to do, fell asleep, and found confirmation for his way forward. As an aside, let me pause here for a moment to say, sometimes the best discernment we can pursue is a nap, a regular rhythm of rest and deep sleep. Many of us are scrambling in the darkness, struggling to find light as our minds and bodies are overstressed, overtired, and can't see clearly from sheer exhaustion, let alone hear from God. Rest, deep rest, can be the avenue for clarity and provide the kind of listening that's necessary for faithful discernment. In Joseph's overwhelming confusion, the Lord provided clarity and light in his darkness. That's what light does. It clarifies what's in the dark and a way forward through it. God and his great compassion for us 
sent his light into the world to clarify our way forward. The way forward through life in him as the way. The darkness couldn't overcome in Joseph's uncertainty, in part because he desired faithful obedience and because he had compassionate care for others more than himself. Then God, in his great compassion, confirmed the message of Mary and reassured Joseph of his next steps. How wonderfully reassuring in an overwhelming circumstance to hear from the Lord, like a flashlight illuminating his way on a dark night. Now, I recognize that many of us are not likely to find ourselves in Joseph's position, navigating our way through the entrance of the Messiah into the world, visited by angels with proclamations of hope. But as the light of Christ multiplies, diffuses, and reflects through others pursuing awakening, or through the gentle guidance of the Spirit, the Lord will often shine light in our darkness through the life-giving confirmation of the Spirit in us and in others. Because God deeply desires that we enjoy life in Him and in His will, He finds ways to guide us through by His own intercession and as He confirms His hope for us in others. Many times in my own story, when I was uncertain or afraid and I listened for the Lord, other people's pursuit of discernment gave clarity to mine. God speaks through his light and through his light that shines in others. Like Mary and Elizabeth rejoicing together as they confirmed in each other God's glorious revelation. Or as Mary navigated sharing God's revelation with Joseph, and the Lord confirmed her testimony with his own message. What an incredible gift that God, in his desire for us to know him, love him, walk with him, and find life in him, didn't leave us without light for this sometimes dark path. He illuminates the way with his voice, visions, dreams, and the confirmation of those same dreams in others. What peace it is to know that he lights the way. The prayer. God, you are so very good. We rejoice in your love that enters in, reaches into the darkness, and guides our steps in your way of love. Where we forget to listen, awaken us to your presence. When we panic, remind us to rest in your peace. May we pursue deep places of awareness so we're always anticipating where you're speaking. And when we're feeling uncertain, help us to listen with others who can confirm your light and love at work in us. In Jesus' name, amen. The question. Have there been places in your past where just when you had given up hope of figuring things out, God entered in with a message of direction or reassurance. If you're facing uncertainty now, how might God be inviting you to look for his presence and guidance illuminating the way? And for a very practical reflection, does some discernment need to begin with sleep, rest, 
and slowing. And remember, if you can't see clearly right now, maybe discernment can come with the light of confirmation in others. For extra consideration, if you need a little peace as a light in your darkness today, it's your lucky day. Bristol House just dropped a new single called Peace. Take a deep breath and listen in wherever you stream music. For The Awakening, I'm Sarah Wank. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.